All right, welcome to episode 120, what? 122 of the uh, Play on Nerds podcast. This is our second ever in-person live episode. And uh, this is me, Jarman, and... and I'm Steve. And then we have two special guests here today. Introduce yourselves. Kate. Anna. Joyce, what's your name? My name is <laughs> Her name is Joyce. And we're all here to party. So, uh... Where I'm visiting with my significant other, and Steve's significant other is here as well. Where, yes, I heard that too. <laughs> so I'm visiting California. We're actually in Steve's house in San Jose, right? Is San Jose? Yeah, San Jose, California. Okay, so um, and we're here with Joyce as well, who you usually hear in the background during podcasts, and uh, it's very exciting. So what are we going to talk about today, Steve? It is 110 degrees. It's 110 degrees that? outside. <laughs> You're going to hear fans in the background. You just got to get over it, audience. Uh, but we're going to talk about our wives' significant others' favorite sci-fi stuff. Uh, but before that, what have we done on the trip so far? Well, yes, we started off, uh, Kate and I, with renting a car. It's a very fun story because we were able to upgrade to a mid-sized car for a minimal price. So they offered us uh, a SUV or a mid-sized boring car, or they said a Camaro. And I immediately said, Camaro! <laughs> Not- no, no, it, it was kind of like you were on like Jeopardy. Like, I think I'll take the Camaro, Bob. <laughs> the Camaro for five hundred, Alex. Yeah, that and then it was a terrible choice because we had to drive across from Vancouver down to San Jose, which is like a thousand miles or something. I don't know. We uh, we're very tall. Yeah, we're very tall people, <laughs> and it's a very small car, and doesn't lean all the way back in the seat. And my back had just gone out before this trip, so it was all a great wise choice. So Vancouver was awesome. Uh, then we did Redwood Forest. We did Seattle, Portland. Portland was scary. Seattle was great. Uh, and then, yeah. And then we're now we're in San Francisco. We meet up with these two. And we do, what do we do? Oh, man, what didn't we do? We painted that town red. We went into Pier 39 and saw the sea lions, which Kate was very excited for. They stunk so bad. And then after we got out of that tourist trap, where where did we go? Chinatown. You know, head over to Chinatown, got some good food at a Japanese place. Does that sound right? Japanese place in Chinatown, still good. Yeah, jade jewelry. And then we went to a escape room. Escape. Es- we only <laughs> used 20 tips. Yes, we were terrible. <laughs> so not good at escape rooms, but it was still fun. I hated that they, they start out with this spiel about like, don't take anything apart that shouldn't be taken apart. It's not the point. You shouldn't force it, blah, blah, blah. And then the, one of the first early clues we missed was because I didn't take a grate off a wall that I that I noticed 15 seconds yeah, into the thing. I thought that was a little fishy, too. I was like, ah. The rest of it, we were just dumb, though. Yes. We're just not very smart, and that's okay. Everyone's special and unique. Yes, we got wristbands for making it out. So that's kind of a nerdy thing we did, the escape room. And then we went... 
What did we do after that? This is great podcasting. We went to drinks. We went to drinks. We got drinks. And then we... Yeah. And then we went back to the hotel room. We got ready because we had Alcatraz at night cruise. So we went and we got on the boat the last moment through like no security clearance at all. German flashed one half related email and they let all four of us on the island without any issue. It was amazing. Uh, so we got there with like one minute to spare, got hand stamps, got on the boat, got to Alcatraz, took the tour. And everyone, what's one thing everyone learned about Alcatraz? Yes. I learned that one lady who works there is very obsessed with one particular prisoner. Who was she went on and on about him for about ten minutes, and we're like, "What does this have to do with anything around us right now?" And yeah, he, he lied to everyone that he had been there longer, and he really was just there for like four she months. Yeah, yeah, she was really obsessed with that. What'd you learn, Steve? Um, I learned they had a lot more rec yards and like outdoor areas than I would have thought, and a lot of them were pretty picturesque as far as the views and that kind of stuff. So while it was prison, I could see the appeal. Uh, I learned that they rioted once over bad spaghetti sauce, and I was like, yeah, no, for sure. I, I totally understand that. I've often wanted to do the same myself. <laughs> what you learn, Anna? I learned that the kids would take a ferry into the city and come back every day for school. I How just cute. assumed the schoolhouse was on the island, like the homes were. I didn't know families even lived there. It was crazy. Yeah, the community sites surprised me, and like they had a general store, and... 36 apartments for families, and it was crazy. And it was crazy that there were less less convicts held there than I thought. Like, it was only like 200 or something at a time. It's crazy that anyone financed that. But yeah, Alcatraz, absolutely crazy, beautiful views as we left. And then we went and we got dinner. Where did we get dinner? We went to, got way too much Indian food and felt very ill. No such thing. Um, <laughs> so very spicy. Uh, and then, uh, went back and we went out for a late night drink to get some Irish coffee and some beers and play a little card game. That was fun. We slept without interruptions from a child for a night. Well, you can really probably hear in the background of this one. I'm very excited. Good job. That's our trip so far. Uh, today we... We're going to go to the Winchester Mystery House, which is a movie based off it with uh, Helen Mirren in it. But it was too busy. It was sold out. So we got ice cream and then came over to Steve's place. And we're playing with the baby now. 110 degrees. So he's a million fans going in here. Because no, people don't have air conditioner in this state. But global warming now, they kind of need it. So something I wanted to do was asked these ladies who have been putting up with us recording these podcasts for years now, and Kate for three years here, basically. Um, we want to ask them about their nerdy interests and things they like, so they're going to take over the show for a bit and tell us what they have been into all this time. Uh, here we go, Kate. Just to get started, what are your favorite shows, Anna? Um, I've been watching through Hill House again because I just thought it was put together really beautifully. The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. But mostly... I do a lot of true crime stuff. And mostly just watching The Office over and over again with Steve because... Yeah. Because sometimes you just need to laugh at 
at silly things. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, you have a a fascination Kate has with uh, fan fiction. Can you tell us where this started? How did it start? And what was it about? No. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Fine. Uh, so I started watching Buffy when I think I was like 12 or 13 and somehow online um, found like the idea of fan fiction, like continuing stories. And so I started writing Buffy fan fiction when I was 12 or 13. Wow. I know it's that young. Yeah. So Joss Whedon has such a really um, interesting, like very clear style. And so that was a great way for me to figure out how to write by trying to mimic those characters and, and you know their syntax and just really great one-liners um and that led me to uh you know becoming a screenwriter and, and writing you know that kind of fun quirky dialogue into different things so I kind of got away from it for a while and then um came back and I'm totally obsessed with uh with Star Trek fan fiction I'm a huge Kirk Spock shipper and they call it Spurk right uh, I believe so. In the new, the AOS, the the alternative original series. Um, and then I do like some Spock and Bones, though. I'm not going to lie. And so mainly the fanfics you read now are mostly, yeah, the Chris Pine, Jackery Quinto, Kirk Spock love. I've dabbled in the old stuff where, where, you know, there are people that have been writing that fanfiction since, you know, the 70s. And that's 60s, 70s. That's amazing to read. Those trailblazers. This fanfic's not always sexual, though, right? It doesn't have to be. Correct. But it, it should be. <laughs> so what are the... Were the ones you were writing about Buffy when you were 13, were those sexual? No, those were not. Okay, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> hey, it could have been your sexual awakening. Right, right, right. I'm sure I read some dirty stuff, but I I think I was 14 or 15 before I started writing that. Something that um, Kate has been obsessed with, or she got me into, was the 100. Or the 100, I guess it's called. Yeah. So so good. How did that get It was a book first, right? But the book sucks. Terrible. But if you guys haven't seen it it's on the CW, very melodramatic but really great sci-fi because in the future, and very similar to Battlestar Galactica, similar in feeling, um, yeah. And what I like is that the the writer sold the CW as basically just a dumb CW show with really pretty half-naked teens running around, <laughs> but what he actually delivered them was a gripping, consequential story of what happens when kids are left in charge. So it's very Lord of the Flies meets Battlestar, and it's only gotten better. Um, so. And there, there aren't relationships on that show as well. So, um, I mean, there are, but like, there's such a background, not important part of the show at like all, which is good. Yeah, and so there's shipping. That you know, there's there's people that you want to be with other people, but it's just not the point of the show. So it's very un-CW. Um, I like that they have an excuse for why they're all young people, because most shows don't try to make a reason for that. Right. But this one has a reason why they're all their you know early. They were expendable 20s. guinea pigs. Exactly. Yeah. So Steve, any questions for your wife? Make it personal and uncomfortable, please. <laughs> or what? Who do you think you are? <laughs> I don't two, know anymore. Two. Who are you to tell me? <laughs> I'm your wife. Three. Why don't we have guacamole more? I thought you didn't <laughs> like it. I love guacamole. <laughs> you never listened. Three again. Where are my sunglasses? I can't find them. I don't know. You had them last. That's on you. That's not helpful. All right. I think that's all the questions I got from my wife. All right. Cool. What book are you reading right now? 
I am reading A Bird's Nest by Shirley Jackson. What kind of book is that? It's about a woman with uh, multiple personality disorder. True story or fiction? Fiction. Did she kill her husband? Not yet. Was, <laughs> was it with a ball-peen hammer? Always. That's that's all those things are used for. That's right. They, they don't have an actual purpose, ball-peen no, hammers. just to murder your family. That's it. <laughs> True crime. You buy one of those, you're immediately put on a list? That's right. It's like when you buy a copy of the Communist Manifesto, you're smart. <laughs> Precisely. Are these how your conversations usually go? I mean, kind of, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we sprinkle office quotes in there. I haven't been poisoned yet. Not yet. I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys often listen to the podcast after we record it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. That's great. But what has your favorite segment been in the past? Mine? Yeah. I like nerdy news a lot. Just the nerdy news in I general? think it's a lot of fun. I also am partial. I like Steve's goofy titles. Yes. So yes, sometimes he he'll run a couple by me, but he won't tell me what he settles on. And so sometimes I'll listen just to see which one he picked. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> what is the then the worst segment we've ever done? I don't know about one. worst, but the one that I just couldn't relate to was uh, the Dungeons and Dragons one. Oh right. I just had trouble getting into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's going to give you the insight that maybe we shouldn't do that too often because it might alienate some of our audience, but, you know. It's super, yeah. it's a really interesting concept. It's just not It's lost on my some dick. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we do it occasionally. And it's always fun. <laughs> All right. So what would you, what's one thing you would recommend uh, from San Francisco? One thing I'd recommend from San Francisco? Yeah, from your trip. It's our version of Radical Recommends for today. Yeah. Um, don't talk about the trip before me because I don't care about that part. <laughs> Oh, just the San Francisco. I wasn't part. there. Uh, well, your wife's recommendation to go to Mission, the Mission District, was great. Uh, it's very hipster, and there's great murals, uh, a lot of great stores, um, a lot of great bars and restaurants, and all that kind of stuff. So your radical recommend is to follow my wife's radical recommend. Yes. All right. I Absolutely. like that recommend. It's a, that's a double recommend. Because <laughs> you want to get out of the tourist area, but be careful because you go one block the wrong direction in that area, and we were suddenly in Crackville. It was scary as hell, and then we were one block the other direction, and suddenly it was wonderful yeah. Hipsterville again. It's so it's it's a mixed bag. Be All careful. right. It's the Mission District. Yep. What's your, right. You've been to San Fran a few times. Four, maybe. What's <laughs> that's, that's more than a few. It is. So what would you recommend out of everything you've ever seen in San Fran? Um... Go check out Chinatown. There are some very cool things to be seen there, some very cool shops. But the one thing I related to Jarman is that most of the shops sell the same 15 to 20 items. And you see them all. And then it's just finding the little weird things that they also sell. Right. So, yeah, the shop sells those same 20 items, but they also sell some weird Asian electronics. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> finding those kind of shops. That's what you're looking for. Some VHS cassette Because otherwise takes. you're going to see nothing but fans and hats and ninja swords and... Hey, what's wrong with that? Yeah, but in little Buddhist statuettes, you know. <laughs> All right, so do you think San Francisco has like a Bigfoot equivalent? San Francisco in California in general is where Bigfoot started. It's called Bigfoot. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, I know it's called Bigfoot. Thanks. What do you mean? What does that have to do with San Francisco? Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, like, do they have a Bigfoot equivalent, but it's Bigfoot up here? What I'm saying is, what I'm trying to get at is that Bigfoot, <laughs> the legend, the name Bigfoot came from the Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. So they we're call in them California. Sasquatch, like in Florida and other places. Well, California is, is part of the Pacific Northwest, and it goes down no, and it's the south. false. 
Northern California is part of the Pacific Oregon Northwest. and Washington. They would consider Pacific. I've never heard anyone consider Northern California in this case. The Pacific Northwest. Northern California, at least, is part of the Pacific Northwest. Maybe says but, yes, but we're in the very southern part of Northern California. Well, any we're new- like six states. It's still Bigfoot here. Uh, it's, it's still Bigfoot. So if you go to different regions of the United States, they call them different things. Do you think he's a more like enlightened liberal Bigfoot out here than other parts of the U.S.? Smoking lots of pot, vegetarian. But then the but then the Bigfoot in Arkansas features like he eats hillbillies, spray painting <laughs> graffiti of racist things. It's just a different big Bigfoot mythos to cover up whatever dumb teams teens are doing there. We have the skunk ape in Florida. Oh man, the skunk ape. Of course, it's called the skunk ape. It smells terrible. It's got a different amount of toes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't think like they know that four for sure. Toes or something. I remember looking this up. And you have the yeti, the abominable yep. snowman. You've got right. the uh, yowie, yowie in Australia. Yeah, yowie, yowie. You got koalas. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Not not soon. Koalas are real. <laughs> They just got declared functionally dis- extinct, guys. Koalas. Yeah, they're almost extinct. Not that th- there's still eighty thousand of them, but now density is low enough that they do not believe that they are going pro- to be able to reproduce generations habitually. And all the chlamydia. That's true. A lot of koala chlamydia. <laughs> Koalas are dirty, dirty skanks. No, it's, they have. It's true, right? Yeah, I'm sure. No, they have I'm chlamydia sure, centers but... for koalas to get them treated for chlamydia because they pass it so much. And they yeah. named the center after Stephen Colbert because he had a whole, no, not Stephen Colbert, John Oliver because he had a whole feature on it. And so now it's called the John Oliver Center for Qual Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. She told you to stop laughing. <laughs> she wants you to stop having a good time. <laughs> Thanks, Joycey. Well, what would we be remiss not to mention on our live in person episode? Oh, yes. Yeah. So this is, this is Mike. All right. Kate needs a microphone. <laughs> My radical recommend is listening to Michael McDonald's. Uh, what is it? What's the name of the title? I keep forgetting. Just over and over on repeat and singing it to yourself quietly. I keep yeah, for some reason we started playing that song. It's become the song of this entire trip. So we infected Anna and Steve with it as well, and it's pretty <laughs> we wonderful. We are infected. That's a good word for it. And I just, just sing everything in Michael McDonald's voice, and it gets better. I keep do we have a do we have a thank you section it's exhausting oh it is really too warm to do anything (laughs) thank you for being a friend travel down the road and back again your heart is true you're a pal and a confidant so for a thank you section uh, we posted some pictures from our trip so far, and Sean Vanderloo said, I'm still sad you went to Vancouver and didn't come see me in Timmins. Well, dude, I looked it out. Timmins is far, far, I posted far it. away. It was one day, 14-hour drive. <laughs> so I said, no, I didn't visit you in Timmins because it's too far away. But I would love to someday. I'd love to go visit the far, land that culture forgot. Far away. And then Daniel Hitch wrote something on on uh, social media on Twitter pull that up right now my yeah the people want to hear so after our last episode uh daniel peter hitch had a video of his adorable son uh so cute with those glasses and everything he says my son has watched cartoon network shows where they've had a D episode and is getting the bug 
but he wants to play as a character from Fortnite. Here's his, here is his dopey, he says derpy, D&D suggestion. Peely, a walking banana man. My request for derpy D&D is Peely from Fortnite. So, Steve okay. and I have no knowledge of okay. Fortnite. So I look this up. So this is not like a character per se. This is just a skin. A skin the characters, but it has there's no background. There's no character at all. So I'm gonna do my best. I really am. But I just want to let you know I'm gonna have to extrapolate a lot. And it's gonna be mm. real loose and fast when I do it. But it is on my list. Damn oh, bitch. And I said uh in response to him, that is the most adorable request we've ever received. Now we have to make it happen somehow. And I'll try. I didn't I'll see do his my response. Best. He said he's an agent of evil, really. He was just on his way to school and went full exorcist over getting his shoes on, so don't feel beholden. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to do it. And then, uh, oh, seriously, though, if there are any RPG Junior Edition starter packs, I'd welcome any recommendations, especially for a kid who probably won't sit through one-plus hours of character creation. Oh, actually, uh, if you're into Stranger Things, we just got the Stranger Things 5e set comes with uh pre-generated characters easy to play some simple rules and uh probably a two and a half to three hour kind of adventure you could probably break up into a few chunks yeah and if your kid's old enough for stranger things might be cool to make them watch the show first comes with a dice set a little scary two little figurines a few maps but it's really not about that there you go there's your recommendations bam in our thank you section and also thank you to my wife for putting up with this crap thanks kate for five years, she's been putting up with this crap. Um, anything you want to say? Happy anniversary. I love you, sweetheart. Yeah. No. Very appropriate. She hasn't poisoned me yet, folks. And Kat, would you like to say anything? Because you've been a very big part of this episode. <laughs> we can do Kat. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for bearing with us through a very improvised episode. We will keep on coming back to be your nerdy co-host if you keep coming back and being our nerdy audience. Thanks again, Internet. Stay dirty, my friends. Thanks for listening to A Play on Nerds. Find all of this content and even more nerdy news, reviews, and fun at www.aplayonnerds.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so you know the exact second we release new podcasts, articles, and other nerdy content. We know you're impatient. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Buzzsprout, Podomatic, and whatever the hell else you use. Also, please leave us a rating and review on your chosen podcast platform so we can be discovered by even more nerds like yourself. However you do it, check us out. And how. You can find this podcast and all our crap online. <laughs> <laughs> Just visit every social media thing that you won't actually read. We're on the Google Plus. <laughs> I think Google Plus is gone now. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make the cut. Nope. The the conscience of the internet said, no. Nah. <laughs> That's 26 minutes of gold. Okay.